Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace, family. It's 19 Keys. That's 19 Keys, the podcast with electrical thought patterns and conversations. Tap in. People who have social proof. Social proof means um, I built something and everybody can see it. It's not a secret. I ain't got to hide the numbers. Like, I really, really have the proof that, um, that other people are experiencing success from the products or services that I offer, my coaching, whatever. Um, and we have another very, very amazing guest. Look, we we were talking before this, and we like, yo, hurry up and turn the camera yeah. on. Because he was going so crazy before we actually started. So 19 Keys. Man, good, it's bro. a blessing to be here. You oh, know what I'm talking about? Man, bro. Like, first off, we in your elaborate, uh, illustrious man. condominium. Area. Appreciate that. I was I was so impressed. Just had the best hot chocolate I've ever had in my life. Yes, right. Um, but I guess introduce to the people, you know, who you are. Um... I'm 19 Keys. You know, my brother just told me, don't, don't tell them everything you do. Tell them the, the, the main thing. Um, I'm a, I would say a social impact influencer. And I just made that up, but it sounded amazing. Just now? Yeah, it sounds great. So yeah. But it sounds, basically, that is what I do. I create social impact and I influence change. And um, I'm a world changer because for me, even though I do a myriad of different things as an entrepreneur, organizer, put together events, many different things. The core of my mission and my brand is changing people's mindsets. Gotcha, gotcha. And updating people's mindset to current time reality so that they can become successful. So my goal starting off was to create an international brand that people can recognize as a separate entity from myself that, that they can look at and say that that's brought value to me and helped change my life in some capacity. Now, what exactly is an influencer? I feel like you got a different perspective on mm. what an influencer is because people throw the word around. Yeah, real loose these days. Yeah, everybody's. I mean, everybody influences somebody, but I guess you would have to throw to the hierarchy of influencer, and it's basically building your own culture, building your own court. You know what I mean? If you want to really go down to the essence of it, you know, influencers create their own court, and if you get to that part where. You create a way for people to speak, a way for people to think, a way for people to dress, you know, a way for people to filter their reality through your mindset. Mm-hmm. That's when you're really an influencer. Gotcha. So 
So explain to the people what an influencer means in this social age, right? Mm. So everybody has their own different definition, yeah. but some people are just based on followers. And I was thinking about, I was looking at somebody the other day mm -hmm. and they have like uh, almost a million followers, mm -hmm. but I'm looking at the engagement yeah, and there's no engagement. No. So you're not influencing people to engage with no. you or there are people who have a million, a million followers and they say, yo, I'm gonna be in LA Tonight, 7 p.m., Yeah, come to this workshop, Yeah, and it's 14 people that pull up to that joint. It's a difference between people watching you and people following you. Right. You know? They don't have a button that changes to say, oh, let me watch this person. All of them just say it's follow, so you're thinking these people are following them, but they really not. Mm -hmm. So it's like if there's an Instagram model that has beautiful angles, you know what I mean? All the men are watching her. They're not following her. They don't know her mind. They don't know what she does. She's not influencing their thinking. She's influencing their sex drive. That's just about it. But there's if she puts out a product, you know, and it's mostly men that follow her, nobody's going to buy it because we didn't come to you for that in the first place. But people that get followed, like, I need to follow your journey, your life, your ideas, your process, your results. I need to know what you got going on. When you, when you introduce value to my life, that's an influencer, somebody who produces value for the people to follow and engage with. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I think you should even almost have your own philosophy. You have to be inspiring to where it's aspirational. Like, I want to ob obtain that. I want to become that. If a person doesn't want to become you, in some essence, not that they don't like themselves, but it's like, if you made a million dollars selling shirts, I want to become that, that type of entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. That's inspiring. You know what I mean? But a lot of people, they just watched on social media. You know what I mean? And they also don't have their own lane. Mm -hmm. So it's like comedians, a million comedians. But then you can look, you can think in your mind, a couple, like, you can think of top two comedians right now that stick out. They get in big deals. You know what I mean? People follow them like crazy. The comments go crazy. Why? Because, for one, that authenticity allows people to follow just them. Right? Nobody can compete with you at being yourself. So when you create a brand based off you, then people have to follow you for that. So, case in point, I come on your podcast. Now, how do I get your audience, right? I can't get your audience giving them the same bars that you give them because they just come to you for that. They be like, oh, I love his platform. You always have great, engaging people. Now, if I'm talking over here about neuroscience, metaphysics, you know what I mean, uh, occult sciences, knowledge, consciousness, they're going to be like, oh, he don't usually talk about this. I like that expert he had on there. Let me go on that lane to see what they got from them. Mm -hmm. If you don't create your own lane, nobody has to come in your lane for you. You know what right, I mean? Right. They can stand there. They can just watch it from somebody else. So I, I want to know why you think people follow you. And here's here's how I knew you as an influencer. Um, and, I, you know, I follow you. I, I follow you, obviously. So, you know, the stuff that you're doing, I love it. But here's how I knew. <clears throat> we did the event in Atlanta. Mm. And a kid, he had to be like 18, 19 years old. He said, yo, I drove from like Mississippi or something to Atlanta to meet 19 Keys. Now, this is my event. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you supposed to come see me. Okay? But I put out the flyer yeah. of 19 Keys. My yeah. man said, yo, I'm coming. I just got to meet 19 Keys. Yeah. The way he was acting the whole night, I, I would talk to him. I'd be like, yo, you, you, you have a conversation with yeah. him? He said, nah, man, I'm just waiting. I just want to be, you know, I want to wait until That's it dies beautiful. down. My man trying to be strategic on yeah. the way he approaches you. Yeah. I said, whoa, Keys is a true influence. You know, I, I, I got to, you know, give all praises due to Allah, God, because, you know, I think what people like about you is the God in you, you know, like what you really streaming, you know what I mean? And so it's like those things that 
are human fabricated that you can just fake off, that ain't really what gets people engaged in you. When people see that that real spark, like, oh, that's your passion. That's not even what you're doing for money. That's just what you're doing because of you. Like, I think people are attracted to the God in you. So for me, that's why I'm always talking about to these young men, these young women, about tapping into the God in them and allowing them to feel that divine presence that exists within them. So if somebody does that for you, then you want to meet that person that did that for you because mm -hmm. nobody else created that feeling for you. Let's use this skill to make some money. Right. So I now use my skills and talents to change the world. But of course, the people that know you, they was going to be the first one to doubt you. You understand me? But people, the reason is because people are not constantly updating who you are. So even with our brothers and sisters, we have freeze frame images of who they are. You know what I mean? We stop growing with them. So we think that they stop growing if they just that image we know. We go still treat them like younger brother or whatever. Like, no, they had a whole relationship, experiences, jobs, things they went through, their mindset grew. So you got to relearn people consistently. You can't treat people based on the image you have in their head. Right. You ain't seen this person in a year. You don't know what they went through. You don't know what books they read, how they smarten up. So I don't take people for granted based on what I know. Like, no, nah, that's that name. No, I'd be like, I got to learn who you are. What did you go through? So now I can update who you are and deal with you based on your current self. Otherwise, you offend people. Yeah. So, uh, I, I I know I want I want to I want to get right back to that. But it was something that you were you were saying in terms of like yo, you grab the mic, you do protests. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. so I want to I want to understand because uh, while I've never like led a march, and honestly, I've never um, really been involved in one. Like people are like yo, we going about we about to go here. And we about to shut this place down. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, um, nah, I'm not going. Okay. Or I, I got something going on. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, but yeah. I'm 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 transparent enough to say I'm trying to understand um like the effectiveness of what happened. So okay. just for, for people that may be like me, uh like so walk me through the process of you know why you would protest, why okay. you would um, use your voice in that manner. So for me personally, the reason I use my voice because it was my representation of young black men when I looked out there. Mm -hmm. I looked out there in Oakland. Today is heavily gentrified and it was a crowd of white people against police brutality. Um, and I was kind of mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, there ain't no young black voices out here. Like, right. nobody speaks for us, the ones that actually grew up in it and that's affected by it. Right. And I'm like, People go out there and do shit. Like you say, it's not really effective. Y'all can get mad and go back home to your white privilege. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I still have to live uh, within society in this oppression. So I wanted to actually utilize my voice just so that there be present voice that represented young black men and women in Oakland. So that would be the reason I would go up there so that I could speak for us, the heart of the city. So when I would do it, and I'll speak, you know, very bold mm -hmm. as I wanted to. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, and they would chant and 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 I had them chanting. My my first shirt was like "Black Dreams Matter." I used to always have them chant "Black Dreams Matter." Crowd of white people, I'd just be up there like Martin Luther King. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> they'd be "Black Dreams Matter." Felt great. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, but I just observed myself. My cousin to be there. None of it was ever taped for social media. Yeah, you know I mean, I wasn't really thinking of that. Or that's why there I was see nobody there. Because a, a lot of times when I see that kind of stuff, it's it's a show. Yeah. Like, yo, we're going to go there. We're going to go there. We're going to make this noise. We're going to put it on the gram. And then tomorrow we, we leave. Nah, we I was home. just passionate about it at right. the time. You know what I mean? Because I grew up in, in a super militant, revolutionary, conscious way. So I always had something to say or some viewpoint that I thought was valuable to the current narrative. 
So, like, that's how I knew social media would be a great tool for me because these are the things that I did without social media. I didn't use social media to make myself. I used social media to magnify what I was already doing. Yeah. First time I ever got booked for speaking is because the children at this school, I had, like, 300 followers. But they see I'm talking about being a black man and doing business and positivity, entrepreneurship yeah. and stuff. And it was like, they talked to the director, like, yo, can we get him at the school to come speak to us? So... He booked me, and it was like three months out. He wanted to pay me like $500. I mean, I ain't spoke over $500, $500, <laughs> right, right. you know what I'm saying? But I had the bright idea. I said, wait a minute. The way that I speak and the things that I speak about, once I put this in a public platform, it's going to go viral. Mm -hmm. I said, because I already knew the kind of conversations me and my brothers have, and I knew once the world listened to it, this is going to be something different if they heard this type of perspective, or at least the way that I put it together. So I decided to pay my videographer half of that. I said, let me go ahead and give him half of this. And I asked him, can he be there for two hours and he can just film. And then after he filmed, just give me the raw footage. I know what to do with mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So we did exactly that. And then that's when I start chopping them up. In one minute, I said, ooh. Because at first, I ain't going to lie. When I do my greatest speeches, I don't like them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I go back and listen to them. When, when I go back and listen, I'm like, oh, he was dropping on this. <laughs> Wait a minute now. This is about to hit. Right. In the moment, it's yeah. like, ah, it was cool. Yeah. I mean, first off, we have a standard. We have a level yeah. that we, we're going to execute on regardless. Right. But there's like past, I feel like every presentation yeah. we do is going to be 10. Yeah. But now we're looking at, if it ain't 12. Yeah. You feel me? I'm like, like, did they ah, really, was that? It was another really good one. And you know what right. I think about that is, is that sometimes when you get in the mode and you just stream in consciousness, you don't really hear yourself and you're not doing it so intentful that, you, oh, let me hit this point. Let me hit this point. That yeah. worked last time. So it is kind of all new to you. And it's just passion. I'm like, damn, I did it based off passion and stuff. And I don't know if that was the best way to go about it. But then when you go back and listen, like, oh, these are all new bars. Yeah. And then when you piece that together and the world listen, they listen to you just streaming, like, just true straight from the universe or whatever. I just pulled one out the day and I put it on my gram. And enjoy it. I mean, like, there was so many people that started following, like, uh, and sent me messages. That's how yeah. I gauge how good the video was. Yeah. Like, how many people engaged, shared it, like, not for the numbers, but right. it was effective. But this, this is like some throwaway bars. Yeah. Just going through it. But those like, be the best I, ones. Those be the best it, ones. I, I learned to just release. Because when you overthink, 100%. the stuff that you don't want to let go is the stuff you need to. That's yeah. your best stuff. It's your most original, and that's why you're scared of it, because it's outside the comfort zone of what you think the metrics, uh, the algorithm is going to reward you for. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So once you release it, you're like, oh, they love that. That yeah. just hit. Right. Because it was your most authentic self. You didn't do it for the likes. You did it because it was authenticity. Right, right, and so right, people right. react to that authenticity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know we went like kind of off the uh, off the path of the original question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do that a lot, so you got to keep but, me. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm with you. But I guess so... Right now, if we go protest, where I think there's two, okay. there's two um, philosophies. Do we prepare the path for the child, or do we pre prepare the child for the path? Meaning, we can go out and say, "Yo," and I, I thank Martin Luther King and the Malcolm X's and the, mm -hmm. the Rosa Parks because they prepared the way. They said, "Yo, right. we're gonna like make sure that you know there's equal rights, things of that nature. We're gonna prepare the path." But I think. The Black Panther Party and um, you know a more militant group, they were more preparing the child for yeah. the path. Like, yo, listen, this is how it is out there. Yeah, this is how you gotta operate. You feel me? 
So like this, this is this is how you gotta operate. So in in my way, I just I I really don't do the fighting against the machine. I go to the schools mm-hmm. and I talk to the kids because I'm trying to prepare the path. I'm trying to prepare the child right for the path because it's what they're gonna deal with mad stuff anyway. Right. So so what 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 is your philosophy on that? Something my father told me a long time ago, and I just did an interview with my father, and the people loved it. And I was talking to him about the greatest advice he ever gave me. But at the same when I first got it, I thought it was the worst advice he ever gave me. Mm. I thought it was just lazy because I don't usually call him for stuff. So for me to ask him for advice took like a big chunk of me. Mm. So I, and it was just a time that I was frustrated dealing with coworkers at this new job, and I felt like I was doing everything right, and I didn't understand why it wasn't working out. And I called him and I asked him on his, some advice on just handling people or whatever. And he was like, just be an FOI. See? <laughs> yeah, say nothing else. You ain't got no follow-up. Like, you ain't, you ain't got no quotables. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, yeah, brother, that's all you need to do. And then, you know what I mean? We hung up. And he that's my brother back there, so he laughed because he know that's how Pop's talk. Right, right. he, he's short, but I thought about it. I said, okay, what does that really mean? Now, FOI is true to Islam. It's a name given to the military branch of the nation of Islam. But we used to go through Monday and Friday training classes. In the training classes, we used to learn business. We used to learn proper handling of the people. We used to learn uh, uh, physical activities. We would do a myriad of different things that shape you into a man, basically. And in that, you know, being an FOI is like really taking a civilized approach and a very righteous approach to everything, just being like a really good person, doing to others as others would do on to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I thought about that. I said, I'm already equipped to deal with this. Let me deal with them like a Muslim black man would, the FOI would. And so what I started to do is I started to get them game, right? So the problem was is that I was too good, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm selling everything. Okay? <laughs> I, but I felt like, yo, that's the reason I didn't come here to make friends. I came to make ends. Mm-hmm. So... I was I was selling everything and they felt like they didn't have the opportunity to compete with me. So I started giving them game on some of my sales tactics mm-hmm. and it started to increase, you know what I mean, they bottom line. Mm-hmm. So now they see me as a value instead of a threat. You understand me? And so I just started dealing with them in a manner to where I just wanted to add value to their life and be good to them. Mm-hmm. And in that process, it changed the way I deal with people. But to answer your question, I say that because if you instill something in your children, you can always point back to what you put into them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you don't put that into them, then you're going to have to build a base. And when you're talking to them, they're like, shit, you're telling me to be this way, but you never taught me how to be that way. Yeah. So at an early age, when you instill a base, you can always point back to like, like be the way I taught you. Yeah. So you have to give them a foundation so they can go back to that and they can build on that foundation, that character. Facts, facts. Well, I I definitely want to. Uh, I don't want to take up too much time because you got a whole bunch of gold water. So first off, we we got to talk about it because it, so Keys will put out this gold water. Anybody that's following nineteen Keys, he'll drop some gold water on his tongue and then bang out one hundred and fifty pushups. Yo, you know what I'm saying? So He's like, yo, I'm I'm over here on the water, right? It's so electrical. It's so crazy. in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm like, is that? Is it real? Is it the placebo? Is it? Like, I, like what's really happening because it's not like you're going into the education, but yeah. obviously people are buying it based on, right. and I think it's another key, based on the trust of your brand. Right. If Key's been solid since I've been following him, if he says this is it, mm-hmm. this is it, 100%. I ain't got no question. But for the rest of us, yeah, right? So so talk to me about the gold water because you your marketing is amazing, brother. 
Okay, so influencers build up trust. And then brands attach themselves to that trust and they get to go wherever that trust is. They get to benefit off the trust that was built. I benefit off the trust that I built from my personal brand. And I stake my reputation on I'm not going to give you anything or I'm not going to lie to you. That's against my own best interest and yours. So first, I lay down that foundation to know that if I'm doing this for one, I know that there's people waiting for me to make a mistake. People can't wait to tear you down once you build something up. So... The the crowd, the followers, the people, the customers, they understand that kind of subconsciously. Like, he's not going to put out something that goes against himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then crumble everything for a couple of dollars. And I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so Goldwater, first I was taking it about four years ago. I first started doing my research because I wanted to find something, um, two things. I wanted I started searching stuff for my mother, arthritis, and I wanted to search something for my own brain, because I used to suffer from uh, dyslexia and like brain fog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wake up in the morning, I just feel like I couldn't have access to my thoughts. Like I know the information is in there, but I couldn't clear myself up to properly communicate and things of that nature. So I wanted to access more percentage of my own brain power. Mm-hmm. So in that studying, what ended up happening is I found a pound ormus, which is um, gold powder. You know what I mean? Where they break it down in a powder form and the ancient Egyptians used to absorb it and drink it. You know what I mean? And they believed it was the elixir of immortality because gold is the only element that doesn't rust. Mm -hmm. So in my studies, I learned about colloidal gold. I learned about monatomic gold. And for me, I said, let me test this out on myself first before I tell anybody, before I try to give it to the people or whatever. So I start testing it out on myself. And I was testing like a bunch of other neurotropics as well. This is just the most natural one that I believe would be good for it. Like, I'm thinking like, yo, I can bring this to black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, I'm going to have black people on the go. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is genius. So I tried it, and I'm taking the gold, and I'm reading on what it's supposed to do for you. And I started really feeling those effects. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I had the same question. Like, yo, is this placebo? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, you know, once you read something, they tell you what it's supposed to do. Your body can program that actual mechanism to actually happen. Get that result, yeah. Yeah, so... I was working out and I'm working out tough. At the time I had a membership at like rock climbing gym. So it take a lot of energy to do rock climbing. We in there boxing. I was just looking at a video of mine four years ago going crazy hard. And I was not getting tired. You know, you get to that point where it's like, all right, I can leave. I didn't hit that point. I just get bored. Cause it was like, I want to get to that point where I feel like I did something. Right, right. But instead I'm challenging myself and I got the video. I got like 75 pound weight on my, my, my uh, legs and I'm in there doing pull-ups. You know what I mean? I'm punching. I'm like having a full day and I leave still energized and not tired. And I'm like, yo, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel smart. I felt like, like I was on a limitless pill. Right. I'm like, yo. I just saw that movie the other day. So, that man, I love, that's like one of my favorite movies. So I'm thinking like, yo, this is going to be crazy. So I hit up my older brother and my cousin, and I'm telling them about it. But you know, I'm younger brother explaining them to a new product. So they like, whatever, they eat tricking. Hey, they my biggest skeptics. Well, biggest. Sure. So I said, let me just, I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm just going to let you try it. You tell me what you feel. Mm-hmm. So they tried it. And like in the first couple of minutes, they like, bruh. What's this? <laughs> and I was smiling because I was happy somebody else felt the same right. thing. So I wanted to take that approach in my marketing campaign as well. You mm-hmm. know, when you oversell something, you're overselling it. 
For sure. Yeah, you know I mean, when you overeducate people, you're over. Anytime you go over anything, you yeah. give them enough that intrigues that allows them to go do their own research. Now we have videos where we're explaining it. We did a video on my bro's Black Magic channel. He has like three hundred thousand subscribers. The thing about it is a lot of stuff, especially with, you know, things like ingesting minerals, because that's what gold is. Gold is a mineral. We have 0.02% of gold within our body. We're born with it. It's a natural mineral. The Olympics was actually going to run a campaign about, you know, uh, uh, the gold in you and things mm -hmm. of that nature. Science validates it through its inflammatory properties and gold being a heavy metal, making it um, electrical. You know what I mean? So it's more electrical. So it electrifies your system, but it passes through your system. So colloidal gold is basically gold dispersed in deionized water. You know what I mean? It's deionized so the charge can go throughout the water. So we have uh, a ruby color, and a ruby is representative of the actual atom, right? So if you freeze it, you will see the water turn clear, and then you will see, like, the gold particles, just the dust at the bottom mm. because it won't no longer be charged, right? Because right? it's a warm element. So it has to continuously have that, you know, heat electricity. Um, and then we have the one that's white, which is monatomic, is one atomic, which is smaller, so it's more clear. So I had to like go through a deep learning curve, and I'm learning about all of the histories, the way the ancient Egyptians use it, the way they did it in um, uh, ancient times and or in the 19th century in UK, and a bunch of different things. It was dope because I was able to travel to the UK and I did a video in front of this bar, and it was, I was telling them how it curves alcoholism and things of that nature, and so. It's so much study and research, and right now they're using it in tumor and cancer um, medicine. This is like right now the cutting edge of cancer research is utilizing gold nanoparticles. So anything that's not backed by Big Pharma that can act more so like as a cure, because anything that's anti-inflammatory, inflammation is what causes mucus that causes the disease. Mm -hmm. You know, and black people suffer from the itises. Any, the, the itis... Uh, you know, we, we love the itis because we eat soul food. It gives the itis, we get tired. But itis derives from things that are inflammatory diseases. So gingivitis, arthritis, oh, you know wow. what I mean? All of those things, those are the itis. So we eat ourselves into a death. So the, the campaign right now is we are over-chemicalized society and we under-mineralize. Minerals are the building blocks to life. I also heard Dr. Sebi talk about it. He was, it was a clip when he was talking about how gold is in the ground and it's absorbed through the plant. And once you eat that electrical plant, you're eating the gold. And it clicked on something. I said, oh, mm. we got something here. Because it was validated through many different sources. Yeah. People take colloidal silver already for ailments and things of that nature. Um, and so with the colloidal gold, you know, I'm, I do product design. So I said, look, we're going to call it gold water. I want it to like gold water. You know what I mean? So that anytime you, if you see anybody else with a colloidal gold or a monatomic product, you're going to name it after gold water. Oh, this is like gold water. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. So I wanted that, that branding to be in my own lane, yeah. basically. And so being a, you know, branding uh, connoisseur, Genius. you know what I mean? Of sorts, we put it in the gold bottle because I wanted something also that was luxury. Remember, I used to work for a luxury company. Mm -hmm. I stole their information. I used it for myself. <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking about? Every job is an education. And I got a four-year degree from Prada and luxury business design. You know what I mean? Whether they knew it or not. So taking the gold. Yeah, see, this is the colloidal gold. Like, yeah, that's the like cord. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know it's that good stuff. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I <love laughs> that, that good stuff, brother. <laughs> Y'all hurt yourself, that. You know what I mean? I love but it. I love it. I don't know. Just the feeling of Sorry. like, yo, let me bring this element to black people because we have so many illnesses and ailments. And I always tell people, don't wait for the goal to work for you. You got to work for the goal. I always find that it works best when I'm working out and I'm eating clean because it's electricity. So after 25, your brain changes the way your hypocampus area is stimulated. That regulates mood, memory, and learning. So most people have a hard time learning new subjects because the way you learn now is different. You know what I mean? So before 25, you have like this treasure trunk. Everything is open. You know what I mean? You can learn something. Your neurons are firing. Your neuroplasticity is popping where every subject is starting to connect. After a while, you go through this pruning process, you know what I mean, uh, uh, your, your neurons or whatever, and you can't learn the same. Mm-hmm. Then used, the scientists used to say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Mm-hmm. Then they found out that's not true. Neuroplasticity just has to be stimulated different after 25. Mm-hmm. So working out, social environment, sex, red wine, a bunch of different things stimulate that hypocampus area. The gold water, people say when they have on gold water, some people had the first dream they've ever had in years. Because it also stimulates that pineal gland. That's where the hypocampus area of the brain is. So when we say that it makes you smarter, we're not saying it's giving you knowledge. We're saying, for one, that it's going to induce that melatonin that allows you to get into a deeper sleep. Because the hypocampus area is the one that regulates melatonin. So once you get into that deeper sleep, now you're going to have less anxiety, less stress, less brain fog. Because you're more refreshed. Because you got into that beta wave sleep, that deep uh, um, um, non-eye rhythm sleep or you got into that REM sleep to where it allows you to lucid dream. Like, your brain has to be electrical to lucid dream. Dang, that's heavy. You know what I mean? So when you wake up, you're more refreshed. You have access to your thoughts and you clear it. So, of course, that's going to boost your cognitive performance. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm dropping bars. No, nah, no, nah, for sure. And I, 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 I like that um, you don't have to ask you do you read or do you study or do you <laughs> research, right? Like, yo... And I mean, we're now in a space where we can say something because it sounds good. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be backed by anything. Right. It's like, you know, it's backed by my own opinion and my own experience. Yeah. And some people can win that way. Yeah. But um, I believe, like, for people that's going to that next level, there's so, the world is so full yeah. of information that we don't have to talk out of our yeah. head. You know what I'm saying? My philosophy of bullshit. When you say something with no regard to whether it's true or false. And you can live like that as well. So I used to say big words I didn't know the meaning to. Mm-hmm. They were just feelings like cuss words in a conversation. That sounds good. It sounded amazing. <laughs> I used to just be able to bullshit, put together a conversation. My mind can't even do it no more. Mm-hmm. Because one time somebody called me out and it's like, that's bullshit. And it made me feel bad. Like, what is actually bullshit? Because I thought I was just being smart, having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, but when I research, I'm like, oh, what is what is bullshit? It's when I say something with no regard to whether it's true or false, and it's just stuck with me. So I start actually learning, and I filled in those gaps with the actual information. So now when I speak, even if I try to bullshit, it's gonna come from my source of information, and it's gonna connect the sentence to make sense. Mm. So as long as I do the research, anytime I speak, I don't need to rehearse nothing. It's yeah, in there for sure, for sure. Look, I, I I know we got a a lot going on and, and time is money. Yes, sir. But um, I I got one one last question I, I, in all my interviews with this. I like to make predictions on the podcast. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you, where do you see yourself in the next five ten years, or not the, where you see yourself? What do you see yourself accomplishing in the next five ten years? Only reason I'm asking it is because I want to watch this five years later 
and say, yo, I remember January yeah. 2020. He said it. Look, yeah. I got I can run back the tape. So yeah. I want to be that guy where like Barack Obama is president. Yeah. And there was an interviewer to say, yo, what you think you're going to do? He's like, yo, I'm going to be president of the United States. He put that joint together with what he's doing right now. Right. And it's like, yo, I got the footage. So give me the prediction next five, ten years um, so that I can pull this up later and make some money off of it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, five, ten years. Um, and let me let me try to get as just detailed, I guess, as possible with the idea. I'm going to be running a my whole family. Me and my whole family are going to be working together on multi-million dollar projects. And I've hired my whole family. And by an extension of that, they've hired other families. And we've taught them. Like, I have something that I want to speak about. Yeah. You know what I mean? A project that I'm working on. But we're going to be at the leading frontier of cutting-edge consciousness, health, and business science. You know what I mean? And But it's going to be in a form of family business and mastermind. Mm. You know what I mean? And I see myself establishing... Um, a big media empire, you understand me? And uh, like I said, I'm working on some things. Yeah, <laughs> you know for, what sure, mean? for sure. And I want in. And and I want in. Like being 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 the ambassador for consciousness, in the sense to where I don't do what I do like anybody else. I'm not in the conscious community. I'm in the solution based community. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't want to be working by myself. That's one of my biggest things is that I'm working with. You know what I mean? A conglomeration of powerful people, and I'm on that board, and we run this shit. You know what I mean? And the statistics that you see now, the medium house income of black people, the way we spend our money, the health issues, I'm going to be directly one of those people that say, look at those statistics that we brought down, and look at what we created in place of that. I love it. I love it. Man, um, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. And also, I'm going to own land in Africa, and... Somewhere in Georgia as well. Where you gonna move? You gonna move to that? I mean, I mean, I can go back and forth. You know me. I can jump. I want to land like jumper if I ever see it. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, I never know where he's gonna I'm, be. I'm gonna tell you this. Look, there was two birds, and there was two humans, and the birds was watching the humans, and the humans were watching the birds, and the man was like, "Yo, how the fuck they just there all day and they got wings? I gotta be everywhere." And the birds are looking back like, why them humans just watching us and they got planes? <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought about that. Like, I do not have to make a plane. I just got to buy a ticket. So for me, it's nothing to travel because we are the easiest place in time ever to travel. It's not hard. I don't have to sell a ship and go across crazy seas mm -hmm. and deal with pirates. I just have to hop on a plane, which is less dangerous than driving a car. So for every perfect segue into the conference, so those people who are like, like yo, I don't want to get it. The, the conference social proof is too far. It's just a, come on, the bird is like yo, why don't you just fly? Just yeah, you got planes. So and and yes, nineteen keys will be a speaker at the Real Social Proof Conference. And for those that don't know the Real Social Proof Conference, it is the biggest, most powerful, most practical conference for really any is. small business owner or entrepreneur. Three groups of people. Somebody who wants to start a business, they just don't know how. There are a lot of people that's watching it like, yo, I want to do something. Entrepreneurship is cool. I hate my boss. I'm not being fulfilled. I want to do something. I just don't know what. That group of people will benefit greatly from the conference because we're going to give you some things to get into to make money, okay? The second group is somebody who is an entrepreneur, but they're just getting started. 
Like they they just dropped their book and mm. they're just kind of confused on how to take it to another level. They don't have the experience. And right. They just want to build. So we're bringing high performing entrepreneurs to this one space where you can go find and get what you need. We got over 40 workshops going on and you can pick which workshops mm. specifically pertain to your particular need. And the third group is that entrepreneur who's been grinding for a little bit, you for for a minute. Um, maybe you're full time, but mm -hmm. you're having that. You're having a hard time breaking over two hundred thousand dollars a year mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur. Like, okay, you made six figures. Okay, you're making sixty thousand, but how do I scale it? So, for mm -hmm. people to want to start, grow, and scale their business, therealsocialproof.com. Make sure you're there. Yes, nineteen keys will be there. That just sold. Tickets right there. Are you? Can I plug your um, event that you do with the networking? The or do you want to mix? Please. So I'm gonna tell you this. This is this is um, my testimonial. From that, so I went to the event right, and I networked with all the people that was there. And there was one particularly uh, smart individual that walked up to me, and he was like, "Bro, I want to work with you." And I'm like, "Yo, what do you do?" And he's like, "I'm in tech." And I'm saying, "What do you do in tech?" He's like, "I do coding, I do apps and stuff." I'm like, "Cool, I'm trying to build an app right now." And he said, "Cool, say no more, let's put it together." Mm -hmm. So, you know, say the least, we started an app in development. I've sent them over the skeleton. He sent it back to me what needs to be done. Wow. And the app is being developed and it's going to be called Key Room. It's going to be powerful. Oh, yo, that's the power of like getting good people in the same space, man. So, yeah, definitely want to uh, follow myself, Bree Renee, the homie, my partner. We're building the IG post exchange month after month. We get together and it's really like a shout out fest. Like, mm -hmm. I just get my phone. I'm like, yo, this 19 keys. He got the yeah, gold yeah. water, man. Tell him about the gold water. He tells you about the gold water. My followers see it. But people follow networking, bro. bro. It's real. I've it's never been to an event like Come that on, where the people are actually networking. That's what we Like, do. sometimes it's just like we trying, you know, get a date or something. But they was like really hungry. Like, bro, what can I do with this? I'm like, what is this y'all on? Yeah, speed? That is speed networking event? <laughs> nah, we minimum speed networking. <laughs> we bring it to LA though, for sure. Yo, over the next couple months, yo, really, it's it, it could possibly go down February or March. We'll bring IG Post Exchange to LA, man, headed by this man right here. So, 19 Keys, I appreciate you, my man, brother. Let everybody know yes, how sir. to find you. Um, 19 Keys on all platforms. If I don't change your life in 19 days, unfollow me. But that means also you got to go through the content, get my new book, um, Paradigm Keys, and I promise you to change your life. Tap in. Those are the facts, man. Make sure you follow my boy and meet him live and in person at the Real Social Proof Conference. We out here. Peace. And cut. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.